This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So, Bree, I remember this one time I was in a bike race around Tucson, and uh, I wasn't paying attention. We were riding down 4th Avenue, and there's railroad tracks, like street car tracks, and my bike's tire like went and wedged in to the railroad tracks, no. and I totally fell down and just like skinned my hands, everything. Ugh. I had nothing with me, nothing at all. And it's that times where you want a first aid product and you have nothing. And (laughs) active skin repair utilizes a molecule called hypochlorous acid. When applied to the skin, the molecule works by mimicking the natural immune response to cleanse, soothe irritation, reduce inflammation, and support healing. I've used it on my son's mosquito bites, and I wish I would have had it the time I totally scraped up my hands. Oh, I hear you. Like whenever I go paddleboarding, kayaking, I'm always trying to find something that is like an all-in-one that I can take with me. And active skin repair could be used like that. It can be used to treat cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, which makes it suitable for all skin types, all parts of the body, like eczema and acne-prone skin, all of that. With over 500,000 happy customers, thousands of five-star reviews, and ingredients so safe and clean they can be used from the youngest member of the family to the oldest, you now have one simple solution for all of your family's skin health needs. Visit www.activeskinrepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order. Use code NOGUILT. Welcome to the No Guilt Mom Podcast. I am your host, Joanne Crone, joined here by my spontaneous co-host, Brie Tucker. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. You brought the spontaneity. Yes, yes. And notice how I didn't do my hello? You didn't know that was going to happen, did you? Oh, I didn't. It was spontaneous. Ninja. It was so spontaneous. Spontaneous ninja. (laughs) (laughs) Well, today we are talking with uh, Tasha Agruso of Kaleidoscope Living, and Tasha holds such a special place in my heart because I'm friends with her and I've known her for, gosh, it's been a while. It's been like five years maybe I've known her. And uh, she has such a great story because she used to be a lawyer and then she started a blog about interior design and do it yourself. And she's just taken off. Well, you know, I'm not surprised. When I moved into my first house, that was Aubrey's, Aubrey's uh-huh. post-divorce. I was so excited to get to decorate it. And you gave me that designer and a binder. Mm-hmm. And I... I really 100% ran with the whole, like, I want my space to be my space and colorful. Mm -hmm. Those colors were huge. And I have to say, I am addicted to her Instagram now. She has a very addictive Instagram. Oh, my Lord, people. Yeah, we're going to put a link in there in our show notes because it is fun. It's life changing. She she does the best before and after transformations of DIY projects for the home. Like she her kitchen counters alone where she took right? like this brown granite looking stuff. Mine. That's yeah. my counter That's right mine. now. Yeah. Yeah. She painted it. She painted the counter and it looks like white granite. Like it's amazing. Oh my gosh. Yes. It is gorgeous to see the change that she did. And it was just like, oh my Lord. Just- yeah. So many things, but I love her color. I love her use of color. And she talks a lot in the episode about the importance of how your space brings you peace and brings you joy and how Mm -hmm. she didn't realize it, like you were saying, in the first half of her life and her prior life as a lawyer, she was like, okay, you know, my space is my space, right? Like, it doesn't really matter how I decorate it, Mm -hmm. which I think a lot of us go through that at some point where we're just like, eh, 
Yeah. What's it really matter? Mm -hmm. But she realized she had control over that space and it just affects how happy she feels. And like she was actually a medical malpractice lawyer. So she did not have the most joyous job in the world. (laughs) And and like knowing Tasha and her personality, I'm like, how did you do that? Like it must have been soul sucking. And I think she does describe it as soul sucking. But um, you're going to love Tasha Agruso. She's the founder of a Kaleidoscope Living and she's the creator of Designer in a binder which is the best name ever uh, and house to home a journal for homeowners and host of the colorful conversations podcast she helps you create a home you love no matter your budget because if you don't love your home you aren't living your best life very true it's very true and we hope you enjoy our conversation with tasha and now on with the show you want mom life to be easier that's our goal too Our mission is to raise more self-sufficient and independent kids, and we're going to have fun doing it. We're going to help you delegate and step back. Each episode, we'll tackle strategies for positive discipline, making our kids more responsible, and making our lives better in the process. Welcome to the No Guilt Mom Podcast. Tasha, Tasha, welcome to the No Get Love podcast. So just knowing you for years, I am so excited to have you on. Welcome. Thank you for having me. And it's always like, I, it's so nice to just see your face. It's so, so exciting. It's so exciting. So tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Sure. My name is Tasha. I live in the great state of North Carolina, and I am the founder of the site Kaleidoscope Living and Designer in a Binder. But I didn't start out as somebody who was in the business of interior design. I practiced law for many, many years, but I always had this kind of creative side to me. We were always, my husband and I were always renovating and improving our homes. And I realize now through the benefit of things like, you know, therapy, that (laughs) I just realized really early on how crucial your physical environment is to your overall happiness. So we always prioritized that. Little did I know that that passion for creating spaces that I love would become my career, but that's what it is now. So that's what I do over at Kaleidoscope Living is I inspire and educate people about how to create homes that they love no matter their budget. And you have the most satisfying Instagram that I oh, ever did see. Really? <laughs> you have all these reels of like, you have so so much of the before and after that I yes. love watching because I'm like, ooh, before, ooh, after, so I much think, better. I yeah. think that's everybody's like, that is my favorite part of any kind of redesign. Yeah. It's like, ooh, ooh. And I get so upset if I like blink and miss the before on yeah. something. I have to keep rewinding yeah. it and going yeah. back. It is gratifying. And I love sharing that sort of thing because especially, you know, I do try to come up with creative money saving ways to do things because one of my favorite things is to show people that you don't always have to spend a ton of money to drastically change Mm -hmm. a space. Yeah. Like something I learned from you is paint can make such a difference. Paint everything. Y'all, everything. There is nothing I haven't painted at this point. I'm not (laughs) kidding. And sometimes, you know, I go into it and there's a lot of research and a lot of people have tackled similar projects and I'm fairly confident and it will work. Other times I'm like, I have no idea, but I'm going to go for it. (laughs) Yeah. 
I mean, you have this project about painting your kitchen cabinets and I swear it makes me want to paint all like, and I counted them. I, I have 50 kitchen cabinets and Oof. still your method kind of makes me want to try it because well, it cause easy. you could do it. People are like, there's no way you painted your cabinets in two days. And I'm like, well, I absolutely did go. Like I saved it on my Instagram, but I don't take the doors off the hinges. I don't pack anything from the cabinets. I am all about working smarter and not harder. Always I love that. I, <laughs> yeah, she is my gal. Yeah. This is perfect. No, <laughs> all about working smarter. So yeah. you mentioned a little bit, like how controlling your space really helps with like anxiety. Like, yep. can you tell us like a little more about that and how it helps? Yes. I, and I might nerd out a little bit. So nerd I, out, I, please nerd out. Okay, good. Okay. So it's something I have always felt like in my being that, you know, w- where we wake up and look around, like the first thing we see when we look in our bedroom should make us feel happy and inspired and excited to start the day. You know, you don't want to wake up and look at piles of clothes and a wall color you hate and trip over shoes. It sets the tone for the entire rest of your life, right? Mm -hmm. And so I believed this for a long time and experienced it in my own life. And then I learned that it's supported by science. And I was like, oh, even better. So there is a profession that I didn't know existed for a long time called environmental psychologists. And they recognize that for most people, their home is part of their self-definition. So if you're not happy with your home, it's a problem. Like it's part of who you are. You cannot separate the things. You can't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so there's a really great quote by an environmental psychologist named William Sachs. And he said, people in the places where they reside are engaged in a continuing set of exchanges. They have determinate mutual effects upon each other because they're part of a single interactive system. So for me, it's all about really like setting the tone, controlling your emotions in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And then it's like a big circle. So think about it. You get your home to a point where you like it. You love it. Like our kitchen. I love my kitchen now when you really love your space, you're then more likely to keep it orderly and tidy. It just feeds into this circle. So your environment can help you control your mood. And then that helps you control your environment. And it just goes around and around and around. And it's all a big circle of positivity. I've never thought of it that way, but you know what? The rooms that I have redesigned with your expert guidance (laughs) and your designer in a binder. I mean, I swear that thing is amazing. Thank you. Like they're the neatest in our house because anytime Mm -hmm. I see like clutter in it, I'm like, nope, nope. (laughs) Like, and the office is, is pretty good. I mean, there's a little, there's a little papers, but I could get rid of those in five minutes. It's not a big job. Yeah. And the change it gives you when you come into that space that you feel like you can breathe, it's just, it's so oh, just relaxing and divine. You're like, I'm so comfortable. Well, and I think, you know, the past year of this pandemic has taught us more than ever that how you feel in your home really matters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it really impacts your mood. And so I think sometimes people take for granted that if they don't feel great about their spaces and if they are cluttered and disorganized and they've just never taken the time to address it, those like little nagging irritations and frustrations, they follow you around the whole day. Mm-hmm. The reverse is true too. When you feel awesome about your house and when you you know, think about the difference between waking up to a a clean kitchen 
versus a kitchen with dirty dishes in the sink. I mean, think about how that impacts your mood. And that then just, it expands to your whole house, you know, it applies to every space. So it's a, it's a huge impact. I mean, there was a study done by UCLA a few years ago where they had people like spit into a tube and they measured their cortisol levels. And so they wanted to see if the impact of their environment and like the clutter around them had an impact on like their cortisol and stress levels. And oh yeah. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And I realized it when I was really young. I grew up with a mom who had significant mental health issues. And so her moods were really up and down. And around fifth grade, I started realizing that I could control my world a little bit better when my room was clean and orderly and exactly the way I wanted it. So that when I went to sleep and when I woke up, I felt like I was the one setting the tone for my days, not whatever mood she was going to be in. And so I guess in a way, I'm very lucky that I discovered it early because it takes most people a lot longer (laughs) to realize it. We'll be right back after a quick break. From the creators of the hit kids podcast, Who Smarted and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly. I got to say, love the name Max. That's my my puppy dog's (laughs) name. uh, Who have just recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs. It actually makes learning pretty cool. Yeah. Now, I listened to this with my son, and it was so fun to listen to. I loved how modern it was with a cool aunt that they really dug, and like they dealt with bullies. Uh, My son also enjoyed all the math involved. Like He thought it was really cool. Well, and I have to say, I love anything that brings learning and fun together for kids. I really, really wish that something like this was around for my teens when they were younger. We would have absolutely devoured this on our car trips. It would have been amazing. It's perfect for kids ages six and up, and new episodes drop every Thursday. So tune in to Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Hey, all it is Joanne and Bree here, and we want to tell you about a podcast that you should check out. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Uturbe, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. And in this latest season of Understood Explains, it covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP, and it busts common myths about special education. We actually just listened to the episode, IEPs, Does My Child Need an IEP? And here is what we loved about it. I loved that it was so digestible. Like it was such a short episode and all of the topics, which could be really confusing to parents, were easily explained. And I loved how they gave great concrete examples because you know how much I love me a good example. They explained what kind of services and supports you could actually see on a child's IEP or individual education plan. And they explained those acronyms that nothing drives me more crazy than when there's acronyms and I don't get it. I don't know what it stands for. They took the time to explain everything in so much detail and to cover concerns that a lot of families have about special ed services. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains, or just click on the link in our show notes. 
I mean, honestly, before I met you, I thought that decorating was a total waste of my time. I mean, if we're going to be completely honest, (laughs) that is exactly what I thought. And then like, just after talking with you and you're like, no, it's going to be like, it's easy. It's easier than you think how you do it. And then I finally did it. And oh my gosh, it does. It totally has an effect. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Love the space and want to spend more time in there. Well, and y'all, the same is true for our kids. So I recently shared a picture of my daughter Avery's room on my Instagram. And it's so different from my style that I literally said something like, I bet you didn't know this picture was from my house when I shared it because my daughters are 10 now. And I know how much our environments impact our moods and our happiness. So it is very important to me to let them embrace their own style in their rooms because the same thing happens. If your child really loves their room and they take pride in it, they are so much more likely to keep it tidy and to, you know, care about it. Mm-hmm. So it's not just true for adults. It really does impact children the same way, if not more, I would say. I need to figure out a way. Like my daughter <laughs> decorated her room recently. That was her Christmas mm-hmm. gift when she got this yeah. budget to redo her room. And still not tidy. Still not tidy. <laughs> but can I say that might be because she's a teenage girl? <laughs> oh, well, you know, some people are, Atlee is inherently <laughs> tidier than Avery, but it does help. And I think if I had just forced my style upon Avery in her right. room, yeah. he would care a lot less about keeping it tidy. And I think that's a really, really good point. I think sometimes as parents, it is really hard to let our kids really have full reign of how they want to decorate their room. Because like, what are you going to do if your kid is like, oh, I want my room to be pitch black paint Ooh, with like that been metal posters and like and me I'm like a huge Joanna I, I like the the soothing colors mm-hmm. and like natural light and I like pops of like yellow and red mm-hmm. and blue and yeah if my kids came to me and said they wanted a black room actually you know what that's what my daughter did start with she's like I want a black wall and I'm like can we meet in the middle I mean, I'm not <laughs> saying no but I'm saying Oh, Eric, Eric wants primary <laughs> color orange walls. And I'm kind of like, <laughs> like oh. I could do it. I'm like trying to, I'm trying to find like on house, which you also like yeah. onto, yeah, which is yeah. pictures about, of houses. What about orange yeah. curtains? I'm like accents, you do accents. You, you could, could or like, right? a big, you could maybe get away with like a big orange tapestry that you hang on a wall. But then when he's <laughs> over the orange, you could <laughs> just take it right down. <laughs> really cool idea yeah that's a good idea like it's just it's just funny how that is like because we do we want our kids to express themselves but at the same time like you just said like we want to feel at peace in our home and I just you know what my secret is though about the whole like the parts of my my kids rooms that drive me nuts and Joanne knows this I just walk by and I shut the door door. (laughs) that's all I can do I shut the door it's the way to do it so for people who don't have their home where they want to be yeah you have three tips for us about how they can start. So like, what's the first thing they should do? Okay, here's the first thing they should do. And most people skip this step. I go through it. Like there's actually worksheets and designer and a binder that ask you all the questions, but the gist of it is evaluate. Like if you're starting with your family room, you have to evaluate what you don't like about it and what you do like about it, because you're going to want to approach the design for the room in a way that highlights the things you do like, Mm -hmm. and either eliminates or downplays the things that you don't like. 
but you would be surprised. Like I've had people say in the designer and a binder group say, oh my gosh, like I really thought I hated my kitchen cabinets, but then I filled out your worksheets and really like dug deep and asked the questions and looked around and studied it. And I realized I love my kitchen cabinets, but I didn't love the color of the wall against them. But it was so much easier to paint the walls than the cabinets. So you have to write it down. <laughs> it sounds silly, but you have to work through the process. So evaluate is a huge thing. If you don't evaluate, what people do is they just go to Target and Home Goods and start buying things. Mm-hmm. And that does not work unless you really address the things that do not, that you don't like that aren't working. You're never going to make it better by adding stuff. That is yeah. not how it works. So that's the first step. The second step is to gather inspiration. And most people just really overthink this step. But I tell people, look, go on Pinterest and start pinning, you know, type in family room ideas, whatever. Just start pinning what you what you like. Don't edit yourself at all. I mean, like you should look at an image for a second. If you like it, pin it. If you don't move on, that's it. And at the end of it, when you have maybe your 10 favorite images that you've stumbled upon, study what they have in common. Don't try to, like I always tell people, don't try to define your style. I don't know what mine is. Like I have no label for it. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking back and you see five images have a green velvet couch, guess what? You You need one. Your soul desires a green velvet couch. Like it is not complicated. If you go with your gut and you just are letting yourself respond to what you like. So gather inspiration, study what the images have in common. Very simple. Don't make it complicated. And then y'all, the third step is declutter. I say it all the time and it sounds like harsh, but a cluttered space is just, it's never going to be beautiful ever. And like Joanne, like you were saying, it's going to increase your stress levels. Like there's science to support it. So if it's not serving you in some way, if it doesn't have a current use, a current purpose, or it doesn't bring you joy, get it out of your house get it out. As Joe would say, you can't polish a turd. So, I mean, you can't. So you have to get kind of all the stuff you don't want out before you're ever going to make it feel like a space that you love. Those are my three big picture tips. Those are gold. They're gold. And you know what? I love it too. And like your whole design style with using lots of color and mm-hmm. stuff, like, it's been such an inspiration to me. Oh. It's, it has like, I've, I put so much more color in our house because of you, Tasha, but <laughs> like your, your one big tip that was like the game changer for me, because yeah. I would go into a room and I would be like, oh my gosh, I don't where know do what start? colors go together or yeah. where to start. And you're like, find just one item, one thing that you love. And then Mm -hmm. base all the colors around that item. Yeah. In designer and a binder, I refer to it as the crucial element. Mm -hmm. And people are like, okay, so does it need to be a rug? I'm like, it can be anything. It could be a painting. It could be a rug. It could be wallpaper. It doesn't have to be a specific thing. It just has to be the thing that kind of makes your heart go pitter patter and speed up and get you excited. And then what I love is, you know, if you've chosen a fabric or a wallpaper, anything that has multiple colors in it, the hard work is done for you. Like mm-hmm. an artist, you know, and like a fabric designer, some artist, someone with real fantastic knowledge of color theory and all the things has decided that those colors work together. Just trust them. And so <laughs> that's even I what that. I do. I'm like, I don't, this isn't, now it's easy. So, you know, if we have a big wall mural in Atlee's room, 
that's the crucial element that I'm going to look to the colors in that mural to pick out and bring in other spots in the room. Like it's not hard. <laughs> we'll be right back after a quick break. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, the crucial element in my family room was this painting that I went to like uh, Burst of Butterflies, which is a local shop. But I, I, I love that piece. I painted it. It was one of those like instructional paintings yeah. that told you the colors to use and everything. But it says home and it has teal and pink and yep. everything. And that's what I based the whole yep. room around. And it made everything easier, right? It made everything Stay with easier. Yeah. Yeah. Like and then in this room, I bought a really colorful rug. Yes. And I'm so pretty. Still adding to this room. Like it's not yep. done. And that's what I, I love too. Like you don't have to do it all at once. Nope. <laughs> Nope. You just have to pick your crucial element and then it can, yeah, it can evolve. It can evolve as slowly as you want it to. Yeah. Because that, that was a stressor for me too. I can't do things all at once. I feel too much time pressure. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's important to find, like you're just saying those pieces that really speak to you. That's something like I bought my first house 2018. Okay. I had been married for many years and didn't have any I oddly enough, I was not the one that got to say what went in our in our house when I was married. <laughs> I had no I I was given a bone. Like the last year we were married, he let me redesign the bathroom. And oh wow. And I there were so many fights over that. But I'm gonna tell you, the realtor told me that was the best room in the house. Thank yeah. you very oh, much. Of course honey, it was. You yep. nailed yes, it. I yep. did. So when I got to redecorate my house, or not redecorate, when I got to move into my first house, Joanne gave me your designer and a binder. And I have to say, my house. Oh. Brings me so much joy. Yes. It is it makes me so happy. Honestly, having to spend all this time in quarantine at home was not a problem. I loved my house. That's how I felt. I mean, you know, there were times I felt badly for my kids, but I was happy. <laughs> I was fine. Right? I was fine. 
yeah. <laughs> quarantine. Thank goodness. We're like, we're kind of seeing the end of all that. Oh, I know. Thing. We're getting there. Yeah. We are get- I'm fully vaccinated now. Me too! Oh, I'll join you guys this weekend. I'm close. I'm did close. you did you have any after effects after the second one? Nope. I really didn't. I mean, maybe I would say maybe I was a little more tired, but that could be because I was looking for something, but I was fine. How about you? Yeah, it hit me big time at at night. It hit me like, like three hours later. I'm like, I'm feeling a little fuzzy. And like, I was like, I'm not right. It was just that kind of state where you're just sitting there and you start your stare (laughs) and like, you don't end the stare and you're like, what was I just doing for the past (laughs) And once you realize what you're doing, you're like, oh no. Oh no. So I took it easy all weekend, but I'm fine now. It was like three days ago that we got it. Well, good. I'm so glad. It's totally worth it. It's totally worth it. It's all, all done. All done. So what is coming up for you that you are really excited about? Less than a year ago, we moved at the end of October of 2020. So I'm just, I we're kind of chugging away at making this house our own. And that's what's getting me excited because it really fills me with tremendous joy to kind of see a vision come to life and to make spaces look better and function better for my family. So that's it. That's what this year for us is all about. And I'm loving it. That's so exciting. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Tasha. As always, it has been amazing. Thank you for having me. It has been amazing. Fun, fun, fun. So thanks for having me. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. So I always love Tasha. Like I get the biggest smile on my face anytime I see her and talk with her. She feels like, I mean, I know that you two are friends, but like I felt like she was my girlfriend by the end of the conversation. I was like, you know what? We need to hang out. And again, going back to her Instagram, I want to go hang out on her porch. Yeah. It is just a dr- like, right, can I just rent? Can I just Airbnb her porch? <laughs> like she has a fireplace and the most cozy, comfy looking couches and dining room table out there and like it's- the beautiful rug and just did I mention the fireplace (laughs) it's pretty amazing like before I met Tasha I was decorating with all browns and grays and everything that's an Arizona thing though I think because we try to cover the dust storms maybe (laughs) yeah but like because of her I bought this really colorful rug for my family room and that was the first really colorful like bright it was pink and I was afraid of getting pink before because I'm like oh like my husband won't be on board but he was basically like yeah yeah, do whatever you want I'm like okay so I got pink and it just brightened up the whole space and that's one of my favorite rooms in the house except for this office which also has a colorful rug (laughs) right but this was this was a result of how happy that living room has made you yeah you knew exactly the path you wanted to take for this room yep and this isn't completely done yet like I'm we're in the office right now and I'm looking around and we still need to do your wall by your desk, Brie. Right, right. Yes. We do. We do. But I will say this, like what I love to, and I feel like you did. And again, like I've come back to my first space of my own. Granted, I was 40 when I got it, but I got my own space. You don't compromise. Yeah. Like you have a vision I do. <laughs> and you just wait until you can get that vision. And that's, and that's again, like I, th- I feel like from talking to Tasha and from again, the whole Instagram addiction I have now, mm-hmm. now to her page, she just makes it so obtainable. She does. Like, I didn't know how to design rooms before I met Tasha. And it was her designer in a binder. Like, it was so simple. Just one step and then the rest just kind of falls in place. It's like a tumbler lock. Yeah, well, like, her process is just so intuitive and so easy that it made it easy to design from there. And 
So I know we keep talking about designer in a binder. Yes. And Tasha was amazing. We actually have a really cool thing for you guys. We have a code for you guys to get 25% off designer in a binder. We will put the link to the designer in a binder page in the show notes, but use the code no guilt mom, all one word, and you can get your own designer in a binder for 25% off. Woohoo! And you guys, you gotta, you gotta post pictures of what you do with designer in a binder. Like it's, it's gonna be amazing. And it's not expensive to change your room either like you don't need a very expensive like furniture anything like that in fact most of it just comes down to changing paint colors (laughs) that's exactly what I was gonna say like for the most part it's about investing in the paint color you want and you don't even have to go with the expensive paint people I mean it's depending upon I I will say there are certain points where the the more expensive paint is worth it but you got to kind of weigh that in your own family I mean I do Sherwin-Williams paint well I mean but there's also like all these different types of paint like you know the ones that that need a primer don't need a primer Mm. and that also depends upon like what color you're going with and then do you need washable paint because maybe you have younger kids in the home that might write on the walls like there's a lot of things to take into consideration with paint but I sound don't get overwhelmed by that yeah Yeah, that's a little don't listen to Bree Bree's talking too much (laughs) (laughs) it could be easy it It could be easy yeah totally be easy so hey if you enjoy listening to us how about you mosey on over to preferably Apple Podcasts, but to whatever podcast format you're listening to, if they allow reviews, we would love to get your review so that we can kind of have more people discover us because yes. oddly enough, the more reviews that we have, the more that we reach out to people. Now, yep. I'm hoping that you enjoy us so we're getting a good review. Yes, but even if it was a bad review, enjoyed, it still counts. <laughs> hope you enjoyed it. We earned your five stars. And if you could just take a few minutes, give us a review, we would be so appreciative. Uh, and until next time, remember, the best mom's a happy mom. Take care of you, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks for stopping by. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.